Welcome back to another episode of Shirtless Hour. I am Jordan. And I am Charlie. And uh, last time, we decided that Drake and Josh is so nice, we would talk about it twice. But today, uh, we're going to start off by talking about places where it is... We are not going to talk about Drake and Josh. We are not. We have already filled our Drake and Josh quota for the foreseeable future. I've still not watched an episode. Sadly. Here we go. We're talking about Drake and Josh. (laughs) Exactly. We're talking about Drake and Josh. All right. uh, Today, we're going to start off talking about places where it is uh, very important we need to address where it's okay and not okay to be shirtless. As of right now, of course, because it is shirtless hour, I am shirtless because... It is okay. Exactly. We are in a house in a basement. Yes. There are no windows. There are no windows. Nothing. Exactly, but only one of us is shirtless and not following pretty much the one rule we had is you had to be shirtless. My mama always said I was a rebel, even though I kind of never broke any rules. No, you were not a rebel. And, uh, <laughs> you were a rebel in the worst ways. Well, maybe I just don't like to be shirtless in front of other people. Uh, then this podcast is not for you, Charlie. <laughs> I do have... My fat guy abs I can show off. Yeah, you can show people your fat guy abs on the podcast. I can. I definitely can. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Lift your shirt up and show people. Can you guys see this? Wow. Look. Amazing. Woo. I hear the clapping. <laughs> yes. You hear that? People are clapping. Every time I take my shirt off, there's a round of applause. Exactly. So the appropriateness of me taking my shirt off is very strict. Yes. You can't abuse it. I cannot, because people are going to stop. They're going to want... I won a World Sexiest Man contest. That is that is a fact. We went on a cruise together. Uh, this story is already... All right. Charlie went on a cruise uh, with me and my family. And one of the days we were out at sea, they were holding a World Sexiest Man competition. Before, I didn't drink any alcohol this day. Yes, because I don't think you were legally old enough yet on the ship. I was 20. Yeah. But, so Charlie enters the uh, World Sexiest Man well, competition. Well, how it started, because World Sexiest Man competition, I look at him and his family, I'm like, well, you guys brought me, watch this. You gotta, he's got to <laughs> pull his own weight. He's got to make the trip like, worth it. I, I am going to go down there, and I am going to win this. And I walk down the stairs, and they're like, hey. Yeah. I got now, this. I see, point to myself, and it's like, I got this, and walked into the line of the people. Exactly. Now, when you look up, when you look at this line of people, there's uh, fairly attractive fit men. I think there might have been like one or two dads that weren't bad looking. And then there's Charlie. <laughs> Which, you guys can't see me, but I'm about, I will say, 6'1"-ish. Charlie is a large man. Now, I'm not, I'm not a fat man. He, I'm a, he's a thick boy. He is a thick picture, boy. Picture a six foot one farmer who doesn't have abs but isn't fat. Exactly. I think that pretty much That's pretty, if, even though you were never a farmer? I was not. My family is from Minnesota, so they are just tall, big, they, stocky people. I believe Minnesota is famous for farming ice. Yes. I'm not sure. So, it makes sense, but... So what was what was the first comp what was the first was competition was that was dancing. the dancing? It was the dancing. So what they did is they brought uh, four four or five women up to be the judges, and they sat down in chairs, 
and uh, they would play the music, and each guy would have to go through and dance in front of the women. Charlie... Oh, I did something in front of him. He... I, I don't know if it was dancing. It, I don't know if it was dancing. But the but... first thing, when the music started playing before I even took a step, I made direct eye contact with that first contestant. Yes. I slid off my glasses and put it in my shirt pocket. Yes. Not my pants pocket, my shirt pocket. And Charlie was wearing, it wasn't exactly a Hawaiian shirt, but it was type, it was like a yeah. dad beach shirt. Mm-hmm. And I think he only had one button buttoned. I did take it off and then yes. I, threw, I did throw it. And he thrusted in front of people. Um. I did a type of truffle shuffle. I threw my arms, I let my arms dangle behind me and I leaned back and I just jiggled my goods. Yes. The whole thing. Yes. I think at that point was when the uh, the announcer yes. fell on the ground laughing. He literally he was, was rolling on the floor laughing. It was it was a good time. Yeah. Well, was, that was just round one. Yeah. And then after round one, was, the, it, uh, was it magazines or push-ups? Well, we gotta get, we got, before we even got into that, yeah. it was the announcer for, for the end of round yes. one, Yes. each of the four women were given a, a gold medal yeah. that they had to put around the neck of the person Of the person they, they liked the most, yes. Now, I didn't get the first lady because her husband was up there. Yes. Which was so, a little biased. Yeah. A little biased she judging. Gave it to her okay. husband. But the second one came up and put it around my neck. Yeah. And at that point, if you looked at the other two women, they were just like, who the I, heck are we gonna pick? Now? I think they even said, "Oh, well, we were gonna pick him." <laughs> so he's already running away with this competition. He wasn't even close. What if didn't didn't they ask you if you had a girlfriend or they something, did. Charlie? I can't. I don't want to talk about this. It makes uh, my fiance very angry at me. But anyway, we are only. I don't think, I think we're dating we're a date. year. I'm, it might have been a year. How long ago? I don't know. I said sadly. Yes. Which they asked. Well, Charlie, do you have well, a girlfriend? He's like, yes. I want to. Unfortunately. Right. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, because I have a wicked, weird sense of humor. Yes. That she, that my my fiance, is not fine funny. No, unfortunately. But, uh, <laughs> she was not okay with that. But in retrospect, he did win. I've only ever been in one relationship, and this was the first one. Yes. So I was single for the first like twenty years of my life. Yeah, well, about nineteen, something like that. Something like that, yeah. So I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I was young and in college. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I can't. Sadly, you know, trying to get a couple laughs. I did get laughs. You did, yes. But but she did not find it fun. She did not laugh. I, we might have had to go through counseling. Yes. But that's also very biased because that's what she does. She's yeah, a counselor. She is a counselor. So it's basically I just sat there and got berated. Um, what was the magazine question? Was it, uh, what's your favorite magazine? Or if what's you this? had to be on yes. the cover of yes. any magazine, what magazine would it be and why? And I think they picked like, oh, Sports Illustrated or something like that. Yeah, I, it was my turn. I just said, good housekeeping. Good housekeeping. Because women love a guy who can cook and clean the house. Exactly. Which... And I know that sounds like I'm just playing there. But no, my two favorite, I, I cook all the time. Yes, and he does. I do clean all the time. Yes, he does. So I'm very grateful to have a roommate. I am I am what they would call a perfect housewife. Yes. If I was a female. Yes. If uh, do you know how to sew? I do. I do oh, know how to sew. Oh, watch out, ladies. Oh. Watch out, but don't talk to me, because if you do, Angela yes. will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she'll try. 
She not sure on the success, but she Listen, she's dating me, so she can she can handle people. She will get very huffed up. She has made people cry. That is why I love her. Because she, she knows how anything. to cry. She can cry. She knows where to get people. <laughs> and she's a counselor. She knows how to pick out your um, weaknesses. Angela, for when you do listen to this, I love you and I'm not making fun of you. Just say no. Thank thank you, Angela, for the donuts that you always bring over. And all the food. Yeah, all the food. And supplies. Yeah. She gives us everything. Kitchenware. Everything. Half the stuff in our kitchen is from her. She is the best. Yes. And you are the best. Alright, uh... Hopefully, was, hopefully we're good. What was the next... <laughs> was there push-ups, I think? There, there were push-ups. Push I could do push-ups. Yeah. But everyone could do push-ups. Yeah. I, yeah. I can get the point of that one. What was the final... Oh, I don't know. It was just the cheering. Yeah, I think that just after that... It's who is the cheering. Yeah. And then I won that by a landslide. Not even close. So then the rest of the crews, everywhere I went... It's the world's sexiest man. Yeah. Because they gave me a medal... And a hand towel that a says towel, World's yes. Sexiest Man. And of course, they played the video of the competition over and over again on the cruise TV. Yes. So everywhere we get, everywhere we went, oh my god, it's the World's <laughs> Sexiest Man. You know, I like to be a celebrity when I can. Yes. But, uh, so it is okay to be shirtless on a cruise. Exactly. That, feel, that was that whole thing's about. Exactly. I feel it's actually encouraged to be yes. shirtless on a cruise. So... It's also okay to be shirtless at a pool and beach. Yes. I think that's pretty obvious. Unless yes. you're me. I wear a shirt. See, when I was younger, I also wore a shirt to the beach and the pool. Mostly the beach. It was it was partly because I am and was fat. But uh, I got tossed around in the sand a lot by the waves. <laughs> and it hurt. So I also See, wore a shirt because of that. I wear a shirt places like that, not because I'm self-conscious, because mm -hmm. just listen to that story we exactly. just said. Yes, we're the sexiest man. I have a ton of moles yeah. that I'm not supposed to let bathe in the sun all day. Yeah. So mm. I tend to wear a shirt, mm. which is good because if I took it off, we would just have paparazzi, cameras. Is that the world's sexiest man? It'd just be everywhere. Because everyone knows if you win world's sexiest man on the cruise once, from it's, like... It's, Three, four it's years. Everybody ago. knows in the everybody entire knows. world. It's just a fact. If you don't, if you never heard the story of the famous Charlie is the World's Sexiest Man competition, I don't know. You must be living under a rock. Yeah. Um, where are other places that could be shirtless? I want to say bathrooms, but it depends where the bathroom is. Public bathrooms, maybe. Not at a pool or beach. Maybe. Like if I'm you at, telling me, if Charlie, I'm at giant, if I'm at the grocery store, our grocery store is giant. But if I'm at the grocery store and I'm shirtless in the bathroom, I don't think that's appropriate. Are you telling me you don't take your shirt off, take a number two? Only when I'm home. I don't. I don't take a number two if I'm not home. Yeah, yeah. Number two, public number twos are dangerous. Yes. Yeah, especially when you clear a bathroom. Yeah, like I some always... people take pride in that. Others are like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be doing this no, anymore. See, I'm not I'm not too proud to admit I've taken public number twos. The worst thing though is when they don't have music in the bathroom and it's oh, just yeah. dead silent. Even when I'm home and there are people here, yeah. I'm taking number two, I start putting on music as loud as I can. Yeah, or I turn on the fan or whatever. She's like, I, I don't want people I'm sure they don't really care, but I just don't want people to hear that. Yeah, that's but farting in public's okay. For the most part. It 
Depends on how you do it. It depends. We're not going to get into it. It depends on who you're with. It, we're not going to get into public <laughs> farting. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, places it's not okay to be shirtless. A baby shower. Oh, it depends what you're doing at the baby. Unless you are the pregnant mom. And people want to touch your belt. It, yeah, it's not okay to be shirtless. I don't think it's okay to be shirtless at a funeral. You know, unless they wanted it. Unless I, they wanted it. Uh, Charlie, when so, I die, I want to have a beach-themed funeral. So this is recorded. Yes. And this is. I don't know if Brian and your mom will like listen to me. Nah, they'll probably never listen to this. But I can show them this. Yes. Well, make them listen to this. Exactly. So, uh, we need someone to write this up and notarize it. Exactly. You are all witnesses <laughs> to <laughs> the part of uh, how I want my funeral done. But I'll still be in a shirt there because I wear a shirt at the beach. Uh, but I specifically requested for everybody to be shirtless. Man. Exactly. Everybody? Everybody. Even uh, the religious prospect that is burying okay. me. Um, the, I don't think it's, unless it's uh, you're at a boxing match or you're an MMA fighter, I do not think you should be shirtless in a fight. If you're getting in a street fight and the first thing you do is take your shirt off, you got some issues. You're most likely a horrible person and have done this a lot. Yes. If that's the first thing you go for, see... When uh, I think about getting in a street fight, my first thought is, please don't break my glasses. Yeah, I like, take them off. If you're going to hit me, let me know so I could take off my glasses. But like, the main reason I wouldn't want to take my shirt off in a street fight is, if you hit that pavement, that's going to shred up your skin. Or if you get... Well, maybe that's why I do it. Maybe they're wearing a shirt they really like. Yeah. yeah. And they don't want it to get roughed up. Yeah. Flannels off. When you start a fight. I don't know. When I get into... If I get into a street fight, I'm not thinking, oh, I need to take my shirt off. Because I'm worried about my pants. But that, it's Should I take my pants off before yes. a fight? Okay. Uh, a rule I have lived by most of my life. If you're going to get into a fight and you don't want to, get naked. Nobody wants to fight a naked guy. And if they That's do, true. you probably have more severe problems to getting into a fight if they yeah, want you, to fight. You got some guy. other Exactly. Yeah. Call the police immediately while you're you naked. Now that I'm thinking about it, why don't superheroes do that? What? Like, if they're going at, like, Batman's fighting the Joker, and right before the fight, Batman just gets naked. Batman gets naked because the Joker would not care. Specifically, the Joker would not care. Like, the Joker right, would also Bane? get naked. How about Bane? That's that's a tough one. Uh, I think he doesn't get naked. Well, actually, there was I think a few months ago a comic where they showed Batman's penis, and it was wow. all over the news. People were like, "Why is this happening? I did not need to see Bat Wiener." Yeah, I don't. I don't even. Is it like a bat, or is it like a man? Uh, I still don't know if Batman is like all man who wears a bat costume. Yes. Or is he like? A bat who wears a man's costume? Like, is he just inside? I, I believe controlling? I believe how it goes is uh, when Batman was young, his Uncle Ben was killed and he was bit by a radioactive bat. Yes. And now he uh, runs through the streets. I, I can hear people raging karate over people. the podcast yeah. right now. I've never seen Batman... <laughs> 
in person, but that's just what I assume he is. I assume like. he's actually like blind, like Daredevil, but Daredevil can just see everything. Batman just starts screaming yeah. as loud yeah. as he can going into places <laughs> to figure out where everyone is using echolocation. I, again, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Alright, so, yes. But, um, <laughs> I think it is okay. Another place to be okay to be shirtless is anywhere in Florida. That might be a law that you have to be, or if you're about to do anything stupid, or... Yeah. Oh, that's just, that's not just a Florida thing, that's all, yeah. everywhere. If you're about to do something stupid, I feel like it's synonymous when you say, here, hold my beer, your shirt's also The next thing, off. next thing, shirt off, next it's, thing. It's immediate. Yes. Uh, which I believe, I'm not sure, I'd have to check the books, that it is a law. That after five beers, you're okay to take your shirt off. It's okay it's, to be shirtless. No matter where you are. Exactly. Uh, at a wedding. So all the things <laughs> we said, it's not okay to be shirtless. If you've had five drinks beforehand, you're good. It's all right. Yes. People will understand. I also think it's okay to be shirtless at sporting events. Yes, that is fine. I, well, I think you only can be shirtless at a sporting event is if you paint yourself. And if it's below 30 degrees. If you're just walking, <laughs> if it's below 30 degrees. But if, you're just, if it's just like 80 degrees out and you're shirtless and you got nothing, no team spirit mm. on your body, yeah, you can't do it. Now, here's something. It might just be because I'm stupid. Well, we know that. Yes. Um, you're sitting here shirtless in a basement. Yeah. I'm, well, it, I look stupid because I'm to the, yourself. I look stupid because I'm the only person without a shirt. But anyway, <laughs> if... There's people that go shirtless to sporting events and paint their bodies. When do they put on sunblock? I or don't know. does do they Can you put on sunblock? That's what I'm saying. Does, does the paint block out the sun's rays? Because we might be on to some here. For all of our shirtless followers out there, yes. if there are any, because this is the only second episode. Please yes. please try this. Yes. Paint your body and go to a sporting event or anywhere. Yes. And then put on sunblock and tell us what happens. Uh, tweet at us. I believe our Twitter is at our shirtless, which I'm not sure why it's like that, but now it's H O U R shirtless. I don't have time to spell so it's that. Our. Yes. Like an actual hour. Yes. Like not, shirtless hour, but the words are Yeah, switched. it's hour shirtless. Oh, I, man. Maybe there's already a Twitter handle called shirtless hour. I feel like that's um, something we should not watch in front of family. Like, if we're on Twitter and we type no. in shirtless hour, that... I imagine Twitter, it's going to be Twitter. a bunch of dudes. Oh, a uh, bunch of dudes shirtless on Twitter and Instagram. Is it okay to be shirtless at a gym? No. No. Okay. Well, it depends what kind of gym I get. Yeah. If you're in an outdoor gym, like if you are on the beach, like Grand Theft Auto game. So Grand yes. Theft Auto 5, you're on that beach. I just go do... And there's that outdoor beach gym. You can be yeah. shirtless there. I could just do 50 pull-ups and look like Mr. T. If you can do that, you can be shirtless. Yes. There, that is... Yeah, if you can do 50 pull-ups, you can be shirtless anywhere you want. Because you could just probably beat the crap out of anybody yeah. you want. Yeah. Um, I do not think it's okay to be shirtless at, a, at a work. Depends where you work. Depends where you work. Depends where you work. There are so many exceptions <laughs> to this rule. Like, hey, hey grandma's hey. birthday party. You're at a nursing home. You can't be shirtless at a nursing home. 
to they party. I don't care. I <laughs> I mean, you don't want them to party too hard because you'll be across the room and get slapped in the face with a titty. Yeah. That would be fat. <laughs> that would just wrinkles everywhere. All right, so no, do not be shirtless at a retirement community. See? We got one. Yes. Def- Under no circumstances yes. should you be shirtless at a retirement home. Fact. Okay. <laughs> a hospital you can, though. If you're a patient. You have to be shirtless if you're a patient. Well, it's actually unsanitary to be shirtless unless you need to be. Okay. Yes. Alright. Um, movie theaters. Depends what movie. Hey, uh, th- what do you mean gonna, depends what Who's going to find out if you're shirtless? <laughs> Is it crowded or not? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to go watch Frozen 2 shirtless. I won't. I'd be cold. I'd be like Pee Wee Herman or something <laughs> like that. I mean, what movie would you want to go to the movie theater and be shirtless and watch it? Uh, I don't know. Something action-packed, like maybe The Avengers. I'd go shirtless and watch The Avengers. Would you paint your body? Because you said it's okay to be shirtless if you paint your body. Yeah. What hero would I paint my body to look like? The Hulk. None of them are fat. Well, New Thor. Oh, Spoiler yeah. alert. New, New Thor, Thor is <laughs> fat. So I, I'm Thor with shorts. Which actually, I don't know why it bothered me that he... It didn't bother me that he was fat at the beginning. He's still had abs. But like that didn't bother me either. What bothered me was he was fat the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it, I cool. Understand. Cool. You were fat for like 20 minutes. I get it. Mm-hmm. But when you get zapped by lightning and you get your hammer back and your... And his armor just kind of molded over his and belly. And you get your armor and everything. I feel like that should have... Just squeeze it in. Help, help something. Yeah, but I feel like people would have complained like, oh, how come you got like super skinny in like two days? Like, I don't well, maybe because he's a guy. I don't want to see Fat Thor fighting Thanos. It did feel good to have representation in the superhero genre. <laughs> at that is our only one. Exactly. Everyone's like, oh my god, Thor's this, Thor's yeah. that. Well, now Thor's fat and he better represents the normal person. The real dad bod. Yes. With abs. Yeah. My abs don't look like that yet. They don't. Yeah. It was literally like somebody just blew up a balloon behind his abs and his yes. abs were still pushed out. Yes. Alright. I think we covered shirtless. Uh yes. Yes, I would say we covered it. So really. we are gonna abruptly change directions right here. And yes. we were just talking about movies. And this we watched a few questionable movies lately. So uh, Yes. We've been thinking <laughs> about this. At what point does a bad movie become good? Now you see that you think this might be an easy question because while we were talking about it, we were naming bad movies that we like, but that doesn't mean they're good. Yes. So the movie that spawned this is I made Jordan watch Valerian. Yes. If you Which... guys haven't watched Valerian, I don't recommend it. I don't know. It's the graphics look good. It's fun. It's a fun watch, but yeah. it's not good. The acting um, is so bad. I probably couldn't tell you what really the story is about. I've watched it twice now. Yeah. And I don't know. I have no idea. It's it's confusing. There's awkward writing. The main actor is awful. I don't know his name, but he plays the Green Goblin in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And it's just... He's not. He's Instead not of Valerian, a city of a thousand uh, planets, it should be called Valerian, a city of a thousand plot lines. Yeah, 
there there was a point in the movie where they were doing like a flashback or something. I'm like, oh wow, dude, maybe maybe I like this movie. And then it came back to him. He started talking. Like the no. second he said a word, his yep. voice did not match him no. at all. There and was he had no no expression. There was no expression or emotion behind him. So I was like, nothing. Hey, this might be good. Then he started talking. Like no, this movie. I don't is get awful. it. I really don't. Like he couldn't. He had no body language. Mm-mm. You could. It took you out of the feel of you're watching a movie. Yeah. I just, I couldn't get into it. But then we watch a movie. I made Jordan over here watch yeah. some old Godzilla movies. Might might be one of the greatest movies of all time. And they're terrible. I don't know if anyone here is, anyone listening has seen them. But they are bad, but they're also phenomenal. It's amazing how bad they are. Which and that's great. what makes them good. And they've made so many of them. Oh, what is what we watched a video the other day. There's what like thirty plus Godzilla like movies. That. Yeah, and they just keep making more. They said oh. the new American timeline is going to have more than what they already have. Yeah. They're just going to keep because King Kong vs Godzilla is coming out next year. Yeah, next year, 2020. We did just watch the new Godzilla movie, King mm-hmm. of Monsters. Yeah, and it was better than I thought. Yeah, I was expecting not good things out of it, but it was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't well, amazing. Before going in, so I'm a big Godzilla fan. Before going in, I was looking up all the reviews, and everything I read said it's just an unholy mess. Mm. Like, it was terrible. Not in, it's bad. Not at all. No. They focused on the creatures more. Yeah, I felt like it was a good creature, monster, I'm really human upset ratio. they didn't call them kaiju. Yeah. They called them titans. Yeah. But you only really got to know... Four? I'd say four, counting Godzilla. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it because it did just come out. Yeah. But it was... I enjoyed it. But it wasn't... It didn't recapture the magic of the old ones. No. And then we're thinking, okay, Toho, the old, like, 60s Godzilla movies were the best. Yeah. 60s to 80s. Yeah. So we're like, okay, Toho does a good job. Let's watch Shin Godzilla, which came out, I think, 2017. I think, yeah, 16 or 17 and when it came out. it was different. It was very, it was very old school. It represented Godzilla as a god, which and is what they wanted to do. An unbeatable monster. That, yeah, that's what they wanted to do again. But they fell into the same trope as everyone complains about the Americans doing, mm. is we focus too much on people, yeah, and not Godzilla. But I mean, I feel like it wasn't even the drama with the people, it was just a lot of them just talking and yeah. it became boring. The parts with Godzilla. You were and my brother phenomenal. did fall asleep during that movie. Yeah, I fell asleep very briefly. I was up. I was on my feet for a while. Yeah. Charlie doesn't sit um, 95% of the time. He's I, I just don't like it. Yeah. He, but, uh, he also does not. He stands when he sleeps. He's like a horse. Horses yeah. stand when they sleep. So right? while the Godzilla movies are phenomenal, I'm just going to yeah. glaze over that. I'm going to yeah. act like he never said that. Um, so Godzilla. Just saying, I did fall asleep standing in church once. So I have done that. Oh, I feel like that's super sac- sacrilegious. When I, I was young. I was like seven? I didn't even have my communion yet. I think there should be an age limit of when kids should be able to go to church. Don't take your small kids to church. But anyway. Definitely take your small kids to church. Get some get, get some take, Jesus get them in there. To, no, to get them to Sunday, Sunday school. school. Don't Sunday take school. them to actual yeah. church. I really think keep them out of there. When I was younger, we had church. They had a grown-up mass. Mm. Then all the kids were taken around to the back of the church. We were in the church. It was like yeah. a back room. Yeah. 
and they had teachers back there and they read us old religious stories. Yes. I feel like that's the way to go. Yeah. But anyway, we're getting too off topic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're talking about Godzilla. So the yes. Godzilla movies were so bad, they were good. Exactly. But the old American animated show, I think is just bad. It's, it's horrible. It's bad. It's a product of its time. It doesn't capture the magic of Godzilla. Again, so I'm starting to think, is it... Is the magic of Godzilla just a Japanese thing? Like, does it have it to be, be in Japan yeah, for it to be good? Kind of. That's where I'm going. So that's where I'm thinking now. All right, what's uh next next thing you got on the list, Charlie? Okay, so another movie, so bad they're good. And you just told me this was a good movie. Oh, but it is bad. I don't so want to get caught in my words. It's The I Last say? Starfighter. The Last Starfighter. That is a good movie. It's, it's a bad. sci-fi classic. It's bad, though. It no, it's is not. so bad. You're only saying it's bad because it's old. I think it's I'm a good movie. I'm not saying it's bad because it's old. I really like the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It, I've watched it probably like 20 times. It is a classic sci-fi movie. But I don't know. The acting in that was actually good. I haven't seen it in a long time. But it was a good movie. I the think. alien Gregory. I think his name is Gregory. I don't remember. The reptilian guy. Oh, God. I should have rewatched this movie. <laughs> it is bad. It is a bad yeah. movie, but I love it and it's good. Yeah. I don't know what makes it good, though. A good story? Like, <sighs> Godzilla, I think, is good because the stories are just. They focus on the monster and how mm. great he is. And I do say monster really weird. Yeah. I just like got made fun of that again. Monster yeah. cheese. Yeah. But Godzilla's just good. I Even the bad yeah. parts in it, they make you laugh and they pull you out for a moment. Yeah. But then it sucks you right back in with just how destructive he is. The last Starfighter, I don't know what's good about it. I, I again, I, I love have it. to rewatch it, but I know I liked it. I liked it because I like sci-fi movies. But you know what my favorite bad movie is? What? Drake and Josh. Just kidding. We're not talking about Drake and Josh. <laughs> Do they even have a movie? I feel like they might have had a special where Drake goes to Hollywood become a famous rock star. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, another movie that's really bad It's good is one of my favorite movies, Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, Kung Fu Hustle is... See... Why is it good? Why is it? I don't know why this movie's good. It's good because it is completely ridiculous. All right, let's. For those people listening who have not seen this movie, we gotta explain it. It. I. It's like a kung fu movie, but to the extreme. You have you have Axe Gang. Yeah. That dances. There's like thousands of them, and they all wear suits. They, I don't think they yeah, wear Yeah, I think they wore suits. Do they wear top hats? I'm not sure. But they all have axes. Yes. And at the beginning, it's just them dancing. We have a montage of them dancing and killing people. Which, uh, that is a good way to get me into a movie. Start with the montage. I'm trying to think of the first, like, really out there thing. Because they, they went into this really poor community is that, that the landlords ran. Is that the one where the lady, like, or she the She yells guy, really loud. Be, yeah, that. Isn't there someone that, like, turns into a frog? Yeah, that's the bad guy. Oh, my God. That movie is incredible. Then, it is so... I'm trying to figure out when the movie came out there. I think it was when uh, the two the duo we like that we follow in there... Uh, there's a skinny guy who's like a prodigy who didn't know it yet. He had to get his ability unlocked. Mm. And his fat dumb friend yeah. who he tried to be like, oh, we're the axe gang. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they started throwing knives 
at the community, the poor community's owner, because they were mad at him. Mm -hmm. And every knife stuck into the skinny dude. Like, every single one stuck into him. And then he fell onto, like, a cage of snakes, and they bit him. I'm like, okay, this movie might not be what I thought it was. And then the next scene, the landlord sees him and points at him. He goes, oh, no. Then he starts, like, Scooby-Doo-ish running, where his arms start going, but he doesn't. Yeah. And then his legs go to, like, super speed. And they're, like, sprinting past cars and stuff. And the landlord's chasing him at this speed. And at this point, I'm like, um, Yes. That's why I love just ridiculously goofy and self-aware movies. I love that. It was so hard to explain. That movie, that movie, that was a good movie, mm-hmm. but it was terrible. Because it knew what it was. It didn't take, it didn't take yes. itself too seriously, so it could, uh, we could like, appreciate it. When we get into that stuff, you know, the scary, the scary movies and those spoof movies. Mm-hmm. Some of those are good. Scary like, movies are good, but then all the other offshoots, like, like disaster the epic movie, epic movie. They were bad, they were, but they're all about, like, the same thing. They tried too hard, and by that time, after the scary movies, the, um, what's the word? The equation to make a funny, bad movie was overused, and they were just more cringeworthy than they were yeah, funny. like, are they really doing this? This isn't funny at all. No. Like, alright, I guess we're making, like, six-year-olds laugh. I don't know. I think that's why. Like, middle schoolers. Like, yeah. hey, this is... <laughs> hey, <Boobie. laughs> sex joke and boobs. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, good times. But, um... Oh, there's, there's one I was just thinking about. It was... That's My Boy. That's My Boy. That's not a spoof movie. I was just thinking about it. No, it's... That's, a, that's considered one of the worst Adam Sandler movies. It's a bad movie, but we love, we love it. it. Yeah. Because in my opinion, it wasn't like anything else Adam Sandler was doing at the time. It was actually kind of funny. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I think Andy Samberg is also great. Andy Samberg, I think he made that movie. He made it watchable. But I don't know if I'd ever recommend someone to watch That's My Boy. I don't know. It depends how the person is. It's really, it's a niche group who will like that. Yeah, yeah. Vanilla Ice being his best friend in the movie. Yeah. Was great. (laughs) Wait, you mean Uncle Vinny was Vanilla Ice? Yeah, you don't remember? (laughs) Nugget Pocket. (laughs) But then, another movie that's just terrible, Mm. that we both enjoy, that we get backlash over this all the time, is Pixels. Pixels. Pixels is Everyone's like hilarious movie because it is so awful man this everyone everyone likes to hate these type of movies but they're i love them adam sandler is the smartest man in the world because he can get millions and millions of dollars guaranteed by doing anything by making just absolutely horrible crap movies and people will that's because he was so good when he was younger. He was. Like Billy Madison. Mm, Happy Gilmore. Oh, Happy Gilmore. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. Uh, Big Daddy. Yep. So, little Nicky. So, well, Little Nicky, a lot of people don't like Little Nicky. That's I, a bad movie. That is a horrible movie. That we love. Yeah, I love, I love Little Nicky. And Nicky. I don't know why. Maybe, is that another one that doesn't... I think the point where a bad movie becomes good is when they acknowledge they don't take it seriously. Exactly. You have to acknowledge that. So, 
The Room is just a bad movie because they took themselves seriously the whole time. Now, like, people, people love it's it. changing now because it was so bad. I well, need to it's a watch bad The movie. Room. The Room is probably the worst movie of all time. Oh, well, yeah, but, the Birdemic movies. Oh, we need to watch those. But those are bad for a different reason. And the, and they're not, those are, those are not, that's not a movie that's so bad it's good. That's just a movie that's terrible. That you can just laugh along. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Birdemic is, it's kind of like The Birds. Watch if, the trailer. <laughs> if you had like $50 to make The Birds, that's pretty, I feel like that's a good comparison. And they just kind of, uh, CGI birds in places they shouldn't be. Yeah. And then like they would dive bomb down and they would have airplane noises like, and then, and then, and then it, you could definitely just tell somebody fire. some somebody offset was just throwing a stuffed bird at one of the actors. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was bad. There were times where like they had coat hangers and they were swinging at the birds yes. to knock them down. Yeah. And the coat hangers would go like through the bird because they couldn't CGI <laughs> it hitting the bird. Yeah. That movie was just bad. Yeah, it's a bad movie. But Pixels, I don't know. It took it. Didn't take. I would. I was about to say it takes itself seriously. Then I remember the scene where I think, what's what's the big guy's name? I'll say if you don't know, if this is all you need to take away from Pixels, Kevin James is president. Yes. Kevin James is the president of the United States. I was about to say the movie takes itself kind of seriously. I'm like, okay, how serious can you get? Yeah. When you have Kevin James as president in an apocalyptic situation. Spreading cake frosting on his wife on camera. Yes. And, uh, alright, so the <laughs> plot summary of Pixels is Adam Sandler's character was really good at arcade games in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then I think his life kind of fell apart and he was just kind of a crappy dude. starting to think. There are so many things like that now. Like, mm-hmm. Ready Player One, big into the 80s video games. Yeah, now, I, I read a lot of books too. Yeah. And there are so many new books coming out that follow that same trope. It's always the same thing. That's because all the 80s kids are getting older and they can, you know, like, do hey, stuff now. You guys suck. Check out the stuff in yeah. the 80s. Back in my day. Goodness. But, uh, alright, the plot line for Pixels is Adam Sandler was really good in the 80s at arcade games yeah. and his life fell apart. And his buddy became president for some reason. And they got attacked by aliens who only knew about 80s video games. And they're like, oh man, what are we going to do? Our military can't do anything. It's like, well, let's get these super nerds. My my buddy from back in the day was really good at Pac-Man. I bet he could save the world. Like, listen to that plot. (laughs) And that is what happens. Yes. The one guy gets a trophy. When aliens leave, the one guy gets a trophy and turns into his video game crush girl. Yeah. And they do have kids. They do. It was so weird. (laughs) I don't know what was going on, but I love it. I absolutely love the movie. It's such a weird movie. We do have it on DVD here. Yeah. So. mm. Uh, Maybe we can watch that after this. We'll watch some pixels. Maybe. Maybe. All right. I, I just want to get into this. Because I'm thinking about stuff that is bad and good and yeah. controversial, like at what point. Yeah. So, is Keanu Reeves a good actor? Okay. okay. Now, I'm a huge Keanu Reeves fan, so everything I say is really biased. Okay. Um, no. Yes. He is not a good actor. He's a great actor. <laughs> <laughs> no. He, 
he can do what he needs to do perfectly. He can do what he needs to do perfectly, which makes him a great actor. So we we saw John Wick three not that long ago. Phenomenal. Great movie. Better than Endgame. Pretty I'm, sure. I'm just going to say that. Better than Endgame. Yes. Pretty sure Keanu Reeves had like five lines. That's fine. That's all he needed. Don't let him talk. He was so good in those five lines. They were like, yeah. hey, we can't do any better than this. Like, we're just going to have I, I don't even know what the lines were. Like, But the first five <laughs> minutes of that movie, yeah. when it comes to him and fighting, because we, we were thinking about this too, mm-hmm. is he an action star? Because he was Neo. Yes. And he's John and Wick. And he's John Wick now. And both of those movies, I mean, Matrix 2 and 3 are... Well, it's a, it doesn't matter. Just the first Matrix, one. Yeah. And then John Wick. He is so good at fighting. Yeah. I mean, I guess he could throw in Speed. I think he's in mm-hmm. the first Speed. That was a That's a good movie. But I would say, yes, Keanu Reeves is an iconic action star. People just don't think of him that much. Because he's not like a Stallone or a Schwarzenegger. Because he does movies like uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Well, I was going to say, because he doesn't do 50 movies. He doesn't. He does not do a lot of movies. He doesn't. But he does do some... I almost forgot. He was Constantine. Yes. In that really weird movie. He was good in that movie. I thought he was great. But again, it's action. He's great in action movies. give Give him a movie role where he doesn't need to talk much and he can just stare. My favorite line of his out of any of his movies delivered so poorly in Matrix. Morpheus? <laughs> Just, oh my. Keanu Reeves. What are you... Great guy, though. He's been doing it for 600 years. Exactly. He is immortal. You think he'd you be better. You think he'd be a better actor. <laughs> but that, that, that first five minutes of John Wick 3 because uh, you had the book the, scene yeah. and then you had the knives. Like, mm-hmm. he was chasing... Oh, the choreograph, like everything he was doing exactly. was spot on, perfect. Maybe we should figure out who did the uh, fight choreography and write them a letter. Because yes. I still need to write a letter to the producer of uh, Baby Looney Tunes. Yes, you do. So there, we'll eventually rack up a bunch of people we need to write letters for and uh, we'll read them on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, we need to write a letter to George Bush. About how great his role was in Harold and Kumar. Because it's Guantanamo Bay. Yes. I'm pretty sure that was him. I think. I'm, I'm 100% sure that was so, actually just him. So, I know I'm backtracking here. I love Keanu Reeves, but I just thought of this one because I was thinking of like writing letters for people in obscure roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to write a letter to Jack Black about his role as fighter pilot number two mm-hmm. in Waterworld. Yeah. That's yeah, another yeah. movie that's terrible. See what you need to do is you I need love. to do you need to like get a screenshot of that. And if you ever meet Jack Black, have him sign that. Yes. Like, um I don't He I seems saw, like the type of guy who would sign, like he would oh, get he the would biggest kick that. out of that. Yeah, yeah, that would pop in. Hey Jack Black, if you're listening to this our my, second it, podcast yes. ever, because I don't know if you sit there and listen to podcasts all day, but if you do, hit Please, us up. Uh, can you send me a signed uh, picture from you from Waterworld. I want him to hit us up. I want to talk to him. Yeah. Do you see he has a YouTube gaming channel? What? Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he did a video where it looks like all YouTube gaming channels where it's his video, it's yeah. him in a corner and he's playing Fortnite or whatever. But as you can see, he's not actually controlling it. He's like, oh man, I hate this. And he knocks away a curtain. And it's actually just him standing in the corner, not an actual, like, video <laughs> part. If, if you haven't seen it, you gotta look up Jack Black 
plays Fortnite. It's hilarious. Alright, back to Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Have you seen 47 Ronin? I feel like I made you watch that. I think you made me watch it, but I don't remember anything from it. Like, that, that's another movie I'm a big fan of. He doesn't talk much, though. This also brings me to the point about Keanu Reeves, where he is 100% that guy that has samurai swords hanging on his wall. Oh, he's an anime fan. And makes breakfast in a kimono. Yes. He is Jam from, from Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec, where he makes uh, fried eggs on a hibachi table. <laughs> I've never heard a single person say a bad thing about him as a, not a, no. as a person. Yeah, like, he is the nicest guy. What if it, what's one of his quotes? Like, you don't need to be happy to live or something mm -hmm. like that? Or you don't, you don't need things, like, you don't, he's, he's a minimalist. Yes. He lives in a small building, mm -hmm. I think in a major city. Probably. He takes a bus everywhere, he takes a subway. He's, he's a good well, guy. What? I think you told me that he donated, like, almost all of his money yeah, that he made when, from the Matrix. Yeah, when he did the Matrix, he goes, okay, like, 80% of my salary, I'm just going to give back to, to mm -hmm. the staff who did the CGI and the special effects, because mm -hmm. they're the ones who made this movie possible. And I saw also the other day, I don't know the validity of it, but I'm sure it's real because it's Keanu Reeves, that for, like, the past few years, he's just been silently donating to, like, cancer research or, um... It's just what he does. Like, uh, what's, what's the... Kid Cancer Hospital, St. Joseph or something like that. Maybe. Something like But he's donating to, like, childhood cancer hospitals. Okay, but he is better at... He's got range. He no, did, he does not. He did Bill and Ted's. He does not have... He is... That, okay, those, that those is another movies movie are good. <laughs> that is so bad, it's good. Because it is it not Bill and Ted's. That has, your, uh, that has your one really favorite old comedian. What's his like name? George Carlin. Yeah, oh, George I Carlin. I love George Carlin. Yeah. <laughs> Bill and Ted's... That's good. He also did uh, Charlie St. Cloud. I couldn't even, I don't even know. Okay, so Charlie St. Cloud, he, it was a romance movie. Oh, God. Because he's in a few romance movies. So anyway, let's move he on was, to the wait, replacements. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> he, uh, he was in the military and he came home and he's a chocolate maker. He sells chocolate what? and stuff. <laughs> and he met a female whose family owns a winery. <laughs> and I think he pretends to be her husband. Okay. And then they actually fall in love. Of course they do. It's such a great movie. Oh. And he also we... did um, a serious movie called Hardball. Hardball. Where he sounds familiar. He became the coach of an... Like, he had gambling problems. Mm -hmm. And... He had to do community service, so he became coach of a little league baseball team. So it's like, like uh, so it's like Bad News Bears, but instead of Billy Bob Thornton, it's, it's Keanu it's Reeves. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that all right? We need it's good. to it's remake. A good movie. We need to remake uh, Bad News Bears <laughs> exactly how it is, but instead of Billy Bob Thornton, you need Keanu Reeves. We can just sub him in for any role. Like exactly. imagine, we'll say Braveheart, but instead of Mel Gibson. It's Keanu Reeves. I would say Keanu Reeves plays every role. <laughs> We're going to remake season eight of Game of Thrones with Keanu Reeves. As it would be better. Jon Snow, Snow recasted as Keanu as Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yes. <laughs> that would be great. That. Uh, I think we just please, hit a gold mine. Please we, give us money so we can make We this. just hit a gold mine. Oh. Let's get Keanu Reeves on this podcast. Yes. I, how does he sound? I don't know what he sounds like. I, I have, like me. Yeah, doesn't have I guess it. I'm back. Hi, hi <laughs> <Yeah>. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
people. So, I hear people didn't like um, John Wick 3. How does that make you feel? Yeah, I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you, Keanu. I guess you can only speak in lines from your movies. Excellent! <laughs> I would love to see him nowadays do that. Well, they're making a new yes. one. They're making another one, which is going to be... It's going to be bad, but I'm going to love it. It's, it's going to be, be on fantastic. my list. It's going to be on this list. It's going to be fantastic. I cannot wait. Oh, man. All right, you said the replacements. Yeah. I'm backtracking again. I do remember that. With Joe Falco, yes. which I think is really funny because that was before the Ravens got their quarterback, Joe Flacco. Exactly. That was a great movie. I want to watch that. There's comedy role. He's yeah. got range. No, he doesn't. He's got range. They're like, all right, Keanu, we're going to need you to smile a bit and just not care, but in a different way that you've not cared before. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think if we have... I think that might be it. I don't know. Keanu Reeves, he was... There was a movie I did not like him, and it was in The Day the Earth Stood Still. I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I didn't see that. I knew it was a remake, but it just didn't uh, pique my interest. He he was completely emotionless in that one. Of course he was. Uh, he's a, He has a ton of emotions in everything he does. You just can't see it. Uh, he has anger, and that's it. <laughs> but he's anger or nothing. So, is he a good actor? Yes. Please say yes. Just say yes. In what he does. He knows where he's good and he doesn't stray away from it for the most part. I mean, like we say, he does a lot of stuff though. If he, he doesn't to, have to talk, perfect. I think I read somewhere he used to be a Broadway actor before he became a movie actor. He was probably on the original Broadway. Which I would love to see. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I believe we're going to wrap it up for today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I just want to say you can now check us out on Spotify and wherever you get your podcast, except for iTunes. Yeah, iTunes doesn't like us yet. We're not on iTunes yet, which uh, hopefully we get there soon and you guys can start leaving us five-star reviews or a lot of one-star reviews, but I would much prefer five. Either way, just leave us a review. Maybe we can become that podcast that's so bad, yeah. it's good. Like, all right, let's listen to this podcast that has 5,000 one-star reviews. That would be phenomenal. All right, but anyway, thank you. Um, you have anything else to say before we go, Charlie? I think I'm good. Just watch all the... Con- oh, you got to watch Kung Fu Hustle. Watch Kung Fu Anyone Hustle. Anyone who hasn't done that. And tweet at us at Our Shirtless. That's H-O-U-R. And uh, we'll see you next time.